Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Welcome to the Become Your Best podcast and webinar series. I'm Lauren Sweeney, and I'm your host, and I'm the vice president here at Rise Up For You. Today's guest is going to blow your mind. We're going to talk about money, we're going to talk about energy, and we're going to talk about how to create more of both. So whether you're an entrepreneur or you're a leader that's listening and you're ready for a powerful episode, you've landed in the right spot. Jeremy Alexander Newsom is on a mission to enrich lives with mentally liberating education. Are you ready? Since the age of seven, wow, he's been fascinated with investing and growth and even convinced his dad to match his investments. Smart kid for some Apple stock back in 1995. Wow which would be worth $14 million. <laughs> wow. His passion for helping others enrich their lives through investing has led him to found Real Life Trading in 2014. This starting point has allowed him to assist and enrich tens of thousands of lives while also growing the company organically to a seven-figure business. Are you ready for it? Jeremy, welcome to the show. What is up, champion? Thank you for having me. I'm super amped about this. Oh, fantastic. So I love it. I have a seven-year-old and I think he would definitely love to make even $5 on his dollar. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, how'd you get this idea? You invested in Apple stock. It obviously grew. Apple Apple was a good one to bet on, although we may, might not have known that in 1995. Where do you think this hunger, this energy, this desire came from? I, I actually know, it, which is wild. The movie Forrest Gump. Do you remember like when he says that he takes all of his money, invests into a fruit company and they no longer had to worry about money. When I saw that Lauren, I was six, super poor. I grew up in about 30 minutes South of where they filmed deliverance. <laughs> the movie. So I was, out, I was out there. Yeah. Um, but when I saw that, I'd never heard anyone say they didn't have to worry about money. That was a paradigm shift for me. So I begged my dad. I was like, what's investing? What's this fruit company? And he told me, you know, how Apple works and what it is and how computers work, what the stock market is. I was like, let's do this, right? Let's get some shares, please. And we didn't have any money at the time. So he said, listen, if you bring me some money, I'll match it dollar for dollar. So I went and I picked blackberries. I sold them door to door in the summer of 1994, made 1500 bucks selling blackberries that summer. And then we, uh, we bought some shares. Wow. So you, <laughs> you put in 1500, your dad puts in 1500. So you invest $3,000 and then did you just leave it? You didn't touch it for a long time? Well, yeah, kind of actually. So we did leave it alone for six years. Uh, we then moved from Georgia to Florida when I was 12. This was the top of 2000 tech bubble. I didn't know that it was the top. I mean, no one knew really, but I asked my dad, how's the stock doing? He's like, Hey, you know, you're actually up quite a lot. This is the greatest trade you'll ever make in your entire life. Let's sell it. So we did, which is all good. Um, and we locked in again. And my dad gave me $12,000 of cash as a 12-year-old. And I was hooked ever since. I knew that this is exactly what I wanted to do. Because the cool part about Lauren, the part that I don't tell all the time in every podcast, is actually what happens after that scene in the movie. When Forrest Gump talks about the money, 
He then goes on to share that he builds a school, a hospital, right? A church. And he retires Bubba's mom and gets her out of the kitchen. And now she is able to be an entrepreneur and have her own business. And that was what resonated with me was that money is a force multiplier. It expands whatever it touches. And for Forrest, it was expanding love and happiness and generosity. And that's really what attracted me so much to that outpouring of love and just overall merriment. Wow. I love that. So what are some of your favorite things that today you get to do? You get to help others invest. You get to help them change their money mindset. What else are you just passionate about right now and that you love? Those, those things, right? Helping people create and remove specifically the excuses of, I can't do this because I don't have enough money. If we can remove that excuse or that fear, because that's really all it is. And I, it happens to me all the time. It happens to me every week or month where I'm like, oh man, I shouldn't do this. Uh, I can't do this because of the money or I'm, I'm afraid. I don't know if I should spend that much money to do X, Y, Z, to donate, to give, to provide. There's always that fear that bubbles up. But you can overcome it once you're in a state of abundance, once you're in a state of pure financial bliss. And to have people that are in a state of clarity and awareness and really focused and intentions purpose, that'll change the world massively. And the big ultimate goal for me is to change the educational system of America because I feel like in there, there's a world that exists in the future where everyone's not only financially literate, but financially empowered. Because if you have the internet, you have access to income. And that's going to be one of my big, big main points of bringing change. I love this. This is so great. So let's say somebody's listening and they're like, well, Jeremy, this sounds great. But now let's say they're 45 years old. They have a dream to maybe start a business. They wish they invested at seven. Now they already have a family. They feel a little stressed. Where do they go from here? 45. You are young. First of all, right? You are, you are everyone. I mean, that's, that's the world. 98% of the world is in your exact position, essentially 45 and you haven't started yet. Phenomenal, right? You got 60 years left. (laughs) You're doing incredible. So start. That's the step one is to start. If you're going to go a marathon, you got to start. If you're going to go hundred miles, you got to start. If you're going to walk, you got to start with a step. First thing to do is get educated a little bit. So I was able to thankfully create an educational platform that is entirely free. So it's free for anyone on the entire globe to learn how the stock market works. And although most people are afraid to even learn because they're like, I don't have the money, I don't have the time. If you get the education, what starts to happen is you'll find ways to get the money, right? Because it's not about your resources, it's about your resourcefulness. That's one of my main focuses when it comes to money and the mindset of money. Anyone can learn this stuff. Go to reallifetrading.com. Our girl, Lauren, will post some links for you guys to access this. And if you can do this, if you have internet, you have access to true opportunity to not only change your bank account, but to change your life. Wow. I love it. His link as well is real life. It does have two L's real life trading, T R A D I N G.com. And slash rise is going to give you some extra freebies that you can check out there too. So I love this concept. You can, it's about the resourcefulness. And you really exhibited this. You watch for the movie and then you go on. You you don't have any money, really. I mean, I thought you were going to tell me you raised 20 bucks <laughs> from collecting cans, yes. $1,500 from selling blackberries. That resourcefulness started at a young age. And that is something we can all cultivate no matter what our resources are. Bingo. 
You nailed it. There's a very popular term because you're, this is what you talk about, right? All you talk about is mindsets and beliefs and shaping them to better the world. Well, if we think about this, Lauren, there's a very popular phrase. You've heard it before. Hey, money doesn't grow on trees. Okay. We can't just go out and pick money off of our sacred money tree and buy the thing that you need. I have to have an entirely different conversation with my children. I have to say, listen, money does grow on trees and it's abundant and it's easy and it's simple. However, you have to create value. You have to create an exchange of true value for that transfer of money to come into your life. What exchange, what value can you create for the other person so that you can easily go get that money because it's absolutely there for you? Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a mindset shift because the money grows on trees capability simply is that the money's there. It's the easiest part of your formula. Most people would say that's absolutely an asinine thing to say. You're only saying that because you're rich. It's not though. It's, it's the easiest part. You money is your least valuable asset. Your most valuable assets time and everything above that is so much more valuable than money. Like your reputation way more valuable than money, your health, way more valuable than money, right? Your network. I mean, that is your net worth. So when you're talking about money during Christmas, Lauren, people spend money to bring a tree into their house. So, so don't tell me that money doesn't grow on trees. Like it is, it's available. You just have to sit down and think there's a very popular book called think and grow rich. Most people only want to grow rich, but they don't do the very first part, which is spend an hour in silence a month. No distractions, no cell phone, no kids, no TV, silence, and be thinking about how you can create value for the world. Mm. Yes. Yes. Most of us have read that book or watched the movie or the podcast and think and grow rich from Napoleon Hill, some version of it. And the thinking part, we definitely skip over that. Yes, I was doing a yeah. podcast earlier and we were talking about intuition and we we're talking about how we're just like chasing, chasing, working so hard, staying so busy, yet we miss the other piece, the thinking part, the <laughs> yep. joy part, the dropping in and being creative part. And then we can go to work and put our, put everything in our effort behind it. You nailed it. I mean, that's it. Right. That's hundred percent it. We, we have to spend time learning how to creatively think one of the big challenges in education, not just in America, the world is we're taught to memorize essentially. Right. I mean, we are, we are graded based on how much items and information we can memorize, but information is accessible right here. If you have a phone or access to a library or access to again, internet, which the whole world will in 20 years, we all have the capability of getting the information immediately. What we have to do is teach people, teach myself, teach you, teach all of our listeners how to creatively think, how to think differently. There's a very popular term, think outside the box. It's like, no, nah, bro, think on how to build the box. Don't think outside of it, right? How do, you, how do you build it and then give it to somebody so you can provide value for them? Yeah, I love that. How do you build the box and do we need a box? They would do what if it's a triangle, Lauren? <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Like, maybe we're gonna recreate it from nothing. So, what about repatterning? You know, you you had this amazing experience from a young age, even though you didn't have any money growing up, you created it, you had this idea. What about somebody listening and and they're thinking, you know, they had a lot of limiting beliefs around money, a lot of maybe negativity around money or things like that. Where do they start at recreating those beliefs? 
Hmm. I love how poignantly focused that question is. I would do two things. The thing that one step that changed my life radically was reading books with the word money in the title or things related to money. So an example, there's a very popular book we just talked about, Thinking Grow Rich, but Richest Man in Babylon, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. You are a badass at making money by Jen Sincero. She's probably your best friend. Um, money Master the Game by Tony Robbins. Money Grows on Trees. Money in the Meaning of Life. If there's a book with the word money in the title or rich or wealthy, study it, read it. Because if you want to succeed, you must read. There's no question. That's it. Game over. To wrap. If you want to make millions of dollars, read books with the word money in the title because your brain will change your limiting beliefs will shift they will alter because they have to because that's what books do mm, i love that well it also talks about you talked about your network being your net worth and this is related to books because what we who we hang around people podcasts yep. we listen to like right now we're shifting our mindset we can feel the energy coming through the webinar coming through audio <laughs> the audit auditory version what is it then? There's books, there's people. Who are we hanging around? What kind of conversations that are we having so that we can create that board of directors, that personal council that supports us? Well, you said it perfectly. I mean, there's a very popular, you know, very popular term out there. Show me your books and show me your friends. And I'll show you your future. <laughs> right. If, if you want that massive change, if you want those beautiful shifts, if you do want to create real change and real value, just spend time around other people. There was a very popular quote, and I'm going to butcher it to a degree, but I'm 97% sure it was Napoleon Hill was asked at one point in his career, if you lost all of your money and you're, you're bankrupt, what do you do? And he goes, I do whatever I can. I make as much money as I can doing anything. Uh, cutting grass, clipping toenails, sh polishing shoes. And I will take that money and I will buy a nice suit and I will go into the richest, nicest, wealthiest restaurant or bar that I possibly can. And I will sit around individuals and I will ask them, how can I provide value to you? And that is the mindset of true innovation and massive reciprocity that will change anyone who's listening to this. It'll change your life forever. Wow. I love that. It's that conversation piece. Yep. Conversation Not piece. necessarily. He's got to get into action. However, it's really about how, not how can I just serve me? How can I make a difference? Jeremy, mm -hmm. how can I serve you? How can I make a difference for you? It's that it's that mentality. We have a lot of entrepreneurs as well listening to the show. And we talk a lot about limiting beliefs related to selling, limiting beliefs related to I don't want to be too pushy, relate, related to maybe a scarcity mindset. But it is exactly what you just shared in Napoleon Hill's story, that it's really, yes, but how can it impact you? How can I connect with you? How can I make a difference for you? And then we're going to connect and there's going to be money flowing. That's it. Yeah. When I work with someone on a, on a larger level, um, and again, I, I hope that you and I get to do something amazing together as well, Lauren, but essentially if I work with a person, one of the very first discussions we have is how is this, how is this mutually beneficial for each of us? I want to make sure that you get paid. I want to make sure that I get paid. I want to make sure that our customers or our clients or the people that interact with whatever this product or service is, I want to make sure they have to make money and so that all everyone's eating, everyone's getting paid. It's a mutually beneficial approach. Otherwise I'm not in, right? If someone's getting screwed over, if it's a pyramid scheme, it's a multi-level marketing scheme, which is why I've stayed out of 
99.999% of NFTs and a lot of the random crypto things have been springing up over the last two or three years. I'm in liquid marketing. I'm in, I'm in stock market. Uh, I'm in all the assets. I understand what a pyramid scheme looks like. Most of them are. Saying all that, I'm very heavy in Bitcoin and Ethereum. I love cryptos, but I am letting you know that most of these processes are built on a pyramid type of scheme. So anyway, all that being said, I stay away from anything that's not a pure integrity-filled, transactionally valuable relationship. So what do you think you want to recreate education? You talked about that. What else are you passionate about right now? What what do you see in the next 10 years the impact is that that you want to make? A decade. Decade a is a decade, lot. Decade, Jeremy. Yes. Ooh, man. Um, wow, that is a lot. Well, in a big, big sense of the word, I want to help develop countries and nations and the population inside those nations and countries. So an example would be. I have a funded trading platform where I provide massive capital access to anyone on the globe. What, what does that mean? To pin an example, for 2000 US dollars, I can give access to someone anywhere in the world to $200,000 of trading capital. $200,000. Now that's a dramatic amount of money. Now, I teach people how to make somewhere between 2 and 6% a month on that capital. So $6,000, of $200,000 is $12,000 a month, US. That might seem like a ridiculous number. So we can even shrink it down to $50,000 for 500 bucks. But long story short, my plan is eventually to create funds and nonprofits and foundations, which I currently have. I do have a foundation right now. But to create foundations where people can contribute to, they can give to, I can find countries, presidents, nation leaders where I go, listen, you have a million people that want to and need to go through this program. I'll do it for free. I'll teach them for free. Here's the baseline value that you have to contribute as a president or as a country or as a leader. And if you do this, here's what access to the capital I can provide. Here's hundreds of millions of dollars for your nation to trade with. And that can truly make massive shifts quickly to to developing nations to get people out of debt to get people out of adjunct poverty to help them create income to help them create cash flow that gives them access that gives them capabilities that gives them possibilities that's big that's pretty big yeah that's pretty big what i hear in that too is the creativity in it the passion in it the connectivity and the compounding interest now you're not just talking about, you're talking about money compounding interest, right? The percentage they're going to get on their ROI, mm -hmm. but also we're really also talking about the compounding interest on the relationships and the knowledge and the education and the passion. When you combine all of that, what happens if you have 10 times more confidence? What happens? It's not just about the money. What happens to the mind shift set, this mind shift that's created when you hang out with a different level of people, when you have access to more, your creativity could flow more and you could really live in your joy zone and your passion zone. You are speaking my language, Lauren. You're in it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's the goal is I, I do have relatively large aspirations in the sense of who I can connect with and who I can partner with. And I see a future where people are actually making money easily. 
you know, and they're designing and building the better robots and better algorithms and better systems. And they just kind of battle each other and, uh, people create more and write more and do podcasts more and sing and do painting and do art. And it's just, it's more of a creative world rather than right now, what I would refer to as more of a late laborious world where people are working jobs that they don't really like. That's more laborious, right? It's tasks that can be outsourced by robots and eventually probably will just like in the agrarian culture. That wasn't that long ago, hundred years ago, 90% of the workforce is in agriculture, right? 90, 90%, hundred years ago. All right, well, go forward just a little bit farther. Boom, a bunch of manufacturing, industrial revolution, machines, bang. Currently, 1%, 1% of the world is in agriculture. That's a massive shift in a very short, a little short period of time. So these things are coming. We have to be ready. But this is a way, right? This is an, a sector. This is an industry that we can create. It's, it's, as wild and weird as it sounds, it's it's coming. Yeah, I love it. So good, Jeremy. So I know we mentioned your website before, reallifetrading.com slash rise. And we love to ask a final question. And that is, what does rise up for you mean to you? Rise up for me means transcending and elevating out of your conscious state of awareness. Our state of awareness is what we set our minds and our hearts on. That's where the term mindset comes from. But there's another one, heart set, right? Heart set and mindset. What do we do every day? Why do we do it? What do we believe? What do we believe it? Rising up is elevating that, getting an aerial viewpoint and seeing what you don't know and living in a place of continuous and constant improvement. Mm. So good. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for what you're doing and for being on our show today. Thank you so much, Lauren. Oh. Really good. Did you love the passion and the energy? Not just the mindset shift, but everything that we want to attract to ourselves and the creativity in it. So good. Well, if you're looking for a boost of confidence, you can download our free confidence kit today at riseupforyou.com slash confidence. You will find free resources, six videos, workbooks from myself and our CEO, Netta, all about how to level up your thinking. It's been my pleasure to be your host today. And until I see you next time, rise up for you.